Today's episode, Let's Pretend. Let's pretend. Let's pretend that at school we eat alone in the cafeteria by choice. Let's pretend we are aristocrats who dine at the royal table and would never deign to eat among commoners. Let's pretend that our tuna sandwiches are ice cream sandwiches and we have not been eating the same lunch now for 20 school days in a row. Let's pretend that when we get picked up after school, the station wagon is a horse-drawn carriage, and the wetness on Mom's cheek is not from tears, but is from the spring rain. Let's pretend that it's spring, and that it's raining, and while we are at school, Mom spends her days dancing in a field as the rain washes down upon her. Let's pretend once we're at home that the ceiling fan in the living room is an upside-down propeller from a chopper that has just crashed through our ceiling. We continue to eat our dinner of ginger ale, melba toast, and canned fruit in front of the TV because we are too lazy and carefree to check on the well-being of the helicopter pilot inside. Let's pretend that the sound of thunder is really the downstairs garage door opening because Dad has finally returned. He has come home. He has come home even though Mom said he never would. Let's pretend that the smell of aftershave is not from the rim of a bottle in your hand, but is the smell on Dad's cheek as he bends down to hug you. I really like to play charades, and I like to teach, and I thought I was really, really good at charades. And I had this idea in my head that it would make me really, 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 really happy um, if I could, uh, like, teach a, teach a course in how to play charades. It, like like, like as, an, in, as an actual class? Yeah, as a class. That would be, like, structured as a class. It was, like, a six-week, like, once-a-week thing. Like, what's an example? How does one teach another person charades? You, like, you practice. Like, what we would do, like, drills and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, we didn't just, like, play charades. We would, like, do various kinds of charades, drills, and charades exercises. I would have people um, work in small groups and work on single words and then work their way up to phrases. We would sort of go around in a circle (laughs) and people would do charades. And then, like, as a group, we would sort of critique their charades. And so what, what makes you such a master of charades? I actually don't pretend to be, like... An inc- incredibly great at acting out charades, but I, I, I believe myself to be the, the, the best guesser of charades I've ever met. Wow. I think I'm really good at like understanding um, what people are getting at, 
when they're not being so clear. Like the thing that I remember happened. The thing I remember sort of from school mm-hmm. is I remember um, like kids asking questions of the teacher, mm-hmm. and like kids wouldn't understand something, and they would ask some question, and the teacher would launch into a response, and me just being like, "Oh, like you've completely misunderstood what their question was. Like you don't get." What they were trying to say, hmm. um, and I think I'm, I think I'm really good at like understanding what people are getting across. So you, you I mean, you really, you really see uh, being good at trades as a function of uh, of of your ability to empathize. <laughs> yeah. Well, certainly, like it really is true that like to do it involves like to, to be able to give clues or to be able to guess clues like has absolutely everything to do with like being able to see things from like someone else's perspective. Did, did any of your uh, students fall in love with you because of your because of your ability at trades? I, I would I don't know I would imagine you would think that would happen. It, it's such I mean people because people think you really understand them. It's, it's true like, like 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 if you think about what love is it's like you're trying to like you're 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 trying to get somebody to say like I don't know dumb and dumber you know and there's a room full of people and you're and you're acting something out and nobody gets it and this one guy is like dumb and dumber and you're like ah oh, you know. He understands me. Like I have, like you know, I'm I'm making these like wild gestures, and, and there's there's 14 people in the room who have no idea what I'm doing, and there's one person who who understands me. Do you think um, that we could actually play charades over the over the telephone right now? I'm willing to try, but it, I I don't know how it would work. All right, I'm going to describe to you what I'm what I'm miming at. Okay. You all set? Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to really see what a master you are, because if you could, if you could, if you could guess what my miming is over the phone, then you truly do possess a gift, sir. Okay. All right, uh, an indisputable one. All right. All right. So I'm ho- I'm holding up two fingers. Two two words. Okay. Good. Good so far. Okay. Now, okay. I'm I'm strutting around with my nose in the air. Okay. I'm I'm sort of tipping my top hat. I'm I'm adjusting my monocle. Are you? You're you're like a rich man. Uh, I'm, I'm drinking tea with my pinky extended. You're British. You're British. Uh, 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 what, what? English. Uh, uh, okay, okay, bingo. Is that what you say when the person gets the word right? You say bingo? You, so you touch your nose. Okay, I'm touching my nose. Okay, so English. Oh, okay. Not the English patient. Oh, excuse me? Not, it's not the English patient. Yeah, it is. Oh, the English patient. That's really pretty good. But I didn't even get to do my shtick for the patient. Sorry. I was I was gonna lie down on the ground with the back of my my forearm over my forehead. I'm sorry. Do you want you want to try again? I was gonna pull an imaginary thermometer out of my mouth. I forget <laughs> it. Can I, can I give you some instruction? Yes. Like, can I give you some notes on your last charade? Oh yeah, sure. So first of all, just like some basic technical notes. The English mm-hmm. patient is three words. It's not two words. So that's that's important to know. You, you're calling me ignorant. <laughs> but it's like, because the, because the game is. You're right. You 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 still have to count the word the. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, how would I how would I mime the word the? You could um, hold up. There's. It depends on what. Like you could. Some people say you can actually make like a little timeout signal. I think that you, you can't. But you there's uh. a little there's a sign for small word mm-hmm. where you just like hold your fingers close uh. to each other like uh, kind of missed it by this much. Oh. Gesture. You are good. Yeah. And um, oh the other thing. So that's one note. So keep in mind that it's, that it's three words. Um, if you were in the class, I'd be like, that was really good when you did the English thing. You wouldn't be as cruel as you're being with me. No, just no, sort of no. Off the right. I figure, this is different. You have to be more supportive in a classroom environment. I'd, I'd say how 
nice it was when you did the English thing and stuff like that, and maybe about how like you you know how how good that was, mm-hmm. and um, and and then I say how it was good to play off ethnic stereotypes because that's always because it's true, and then you encourage people to play off more ethnic stereotypes. That's interesting. So charades is actually making the world a worse place to live in. You're just getting a little defensive at my at my critique. I see. No, I'm you know whatever I could take it. But, you know, I mean, well, anyway, you did guess it very quickly, and I'd like to think I had a little something to do with that. Oh, no, absolutely. I think, you, again, like, I thought your Englishman was really compelling. All right, don't patronize me. You ready to try another one? Yeah, this is great. Okay, here we go. I'm holding up three uh, fingers. Three yeah. Okay, um, okay, I'm rubbing my stomach. Um, yeah, you're, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm swooning like I'm about to faint. Uh, so you're, you're rubbing your stomach. You're very hungry. Uh, 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 touching my nose. Uh, starving is correct. N- no, uh, before that. Hungry. Okay. Okay, now I'm holding up fing- uh, two fingers. Second word. Okay. I'm, I'm rubbing my stomach. Hungry, hungry hippos. That's... You're, is that you're, right? Yeah, you're, that, that was correct. I was going to be like slowly moving, you know, fat and contented <laughs> through the waters with not many teeth. You're just too good. Well, you know, I, I I started off this whole thing thinking that you were running some kind of scam, but you've won my re- you've you've won me over. Okay, here's another one. Okay, I'm holding up three fingers. Yeah. Okay. Um, three words. Yes. Uh, I'm ho- I'm holding this to, to how do how do I explain to you that I'm doing a gesture that describes the entire thing? Oh, you you move your hands in a big circular motion. Okay, I'm moving my hands in a big circular. Whole thing. Yes, right. Okay, now I'm holding up my finger. The first word. I'm sort I'm kind of staggering around the room, drooling. Drunk. Mm-hmm. Drunk. No. Idiot. Uh, no. Uh, you, you well, how do, what, what do I say if you're close? You do like, uh, you sort of, uh, tilt your hands side to side. Okay, I'm tilting my hands from side to sort of, side. Sort of like idiot. You, you're tilting my hands from side to side. Sort of a little like idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm a moron. Uh, fool. Uh, still tilting my hands from side to side. Uh, moron. Stupid. Re- oh, really tilting my hands Dumb? from side Dumb? Dumb and dumber. Jorge? Yes. Hi. Hi. This is Jonathan speaking. Hi, Jonathan. Um, I'm going to uh, just take a little, uh, what we call in the biz, a, um, a level on your voice. Okay. Um, what we do conventionally in the industry is we'll have um, a radio subject tell the, uh, the host of the program what they've had for breakfast. Okay. Well, I, I, I had what I always have for breakfast, um, which is uh, rabbit pellets from the rabbit cage. You eat your rabbit's food. Yeah. No, you don't. Sure, sure, sure. I don't believe that. It's true. Like you'll have like a like like just you'll start the day off with like a fistful yeah. of, of 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 rabbit food. Yeah, yeah, just like a fistful. What's your thinking behind this? It's. I mean, once you once you try it, you'll you'll know. It's filling. It's good. It feels good. It's a flavor that's hard to describe, but it's sort of floral. If you could imagine that. 
Mm-hmm. It's really pleasant. It's really quite pleasant. And it's quick. Yeah, but it's for rabbits. Well, you know, sure. But I mean, you know, it's, I don't think it's a hard and set rule. I think it is because, you know, you see those big bags with like a cartoon of a bunny on it. This is pretty much the first time I've ever talked about it. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, my girlfriend knows about it, but otherwise. So your your girlfriend knows that you you eat rabbit food, and she's she's fine with that. She 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 doesn't have a problem with that. She didn't used to have a problem with it at all. It's just like another, you know. I mean, it's this weird little thing, and just like a just a quirk. Wait, wait, and and but now she has a problem with it. Well, um, I mean, she's yeah, I, I yeah, I mean. She's, we've had, I guess you could say we've had some conversations about it lately. Oh, really? Why? Um, she thinks, I mean, she thinks that, she thinks it's gotten out of hand, I guess. Let me, let me back up, let me back up for a second. Okay. Um, a few months ago, I switched brands. I was shopping and tried a new brand, and I just sort of stumbled across this stuff, which was, it seemed like it was pretty much the same as, as the other stuff. This is a new brand of rabbit food? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but my the, my rabbit really liked it a lot more, and coincidentally, I, I loved it. It was like the just the, it was the best stuff. And I just started eating more and more of it. I'd get really busy, and I'd be sitting at a desk all day, you know? I mean, almost literally with like a hand in the, the bag of rabbit food. I mean, you know, which isn't healthy anyway. You shouldn't be snacking like that anyway, but it was just so good. Well, so this is more than snacking. I mean, this sounds like you were eating the stuff around the clock. Like this was replacing meals? Yeah, no, definitely. It got to the point where I was, I was probably going through a couple bags of rabbit food a week. I mean, I was going down to that pet store twice a week, at least, picking up one or two bags of, of rabbit food. It was fine for a couple of weeks, but I mean, like, it's just I, I cannot Im- impress upon you how unusual this this amount of rabbit food is. And you go to any no, you you you've impressed it upon me. Well, um, good. I was going into this pet store every couple of weeks, and the guy who owns it, who had never ever said boo to me before, started you know figured out my name from my credit card and started chatting me up. It was it was weirding me out. I just didn't like this guy. So one day, like it's like it's a Friday, it's late, I'm at, it's after work, I'm bone, just dog tired, and the absolute last thing I want to do is chat up some pet store owner or whatever. I just I, I went in there, like straight to the pet the rabbit food, grabbed a couple bags, stock up for the weekend or whatever, and took it to the checkout line. And I'm you know standing there, and the guy just sort of looks at me, and he's like, "What what are you using all this rabbit food for?" And I was like. I mean, I, I had no, I was speech, I had no, I just like completely took me by surprise, you know, because it's like my own business, and it just took me by surprise, and I had no idea what to say, and so. You, you, but you didn't, you didn't consider saying, uh, I'm, I'm eating the stuff. No, you know, because it's, I mean, it just. Didn't seem like it was any of his business. It, it's not any of his business, and the last thing I want is people at the pets, you know, to be like the, hey, the rabbit food guy, you know what I mean? You don't need that. I don't. I, I don't need it. Yeah. I really don't. I just said the first thing that jumped into my mind, which was that that I had started breeding rabbits in my apartment. It turns out it was probably the worst thing I could have said. 
absolutely the worst thing I could have said. I was back in there a few days later. Yeah. And, um, and just, you know, going, picking up a bag of rabbit food. And, uh, and the pet store owner, Rick, I guess his name is, he clearly saw me come in and scattered me out. And, and he, and he cornered me in the rabbit, in the rabbit food aisle, you know, the pet food aisle where all the rabbit food is. And he sort of put his, put a hand on my shoulder, you know, I wanted, I wanted to ask you about this rabbit breeding thing you're doing. And I was like, you know, sort of noncommittal and whatever. And he's like, you guys, you're buying a lot of, a lot of rabbit food. You must be, uh, you must have quite an operation going. It's like, well, you know, a lot of, I love rabbits. Yeah, yeah, there's, it's been picking up a lot of rabbits, you know, just trying to get out of there. And he's like, and he just turns in front of me and, 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 and stops and he's like, do you sit, what are you doing with him? I'm being, you know, absolutely non-committal as I can, you know. I'm just, yeah, well, you know, I've got a, a friend at the farmer's market and I, I sell him. And, and he just cuts me off and says, I have a proposition for you. And he basically, he just lays out this entire thing for me. It turns out this guy, the guy who runs my pet store, has a group of like five or ten guys, and they've got some lot somewhere, and they run dog fights every weekend. They they make they take bets, and it's they make tons of money. Like like a, a, actual dog fights? Yeah, like dog fights, like the most absolute vicious thing that well, people do that 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 you can possibly do to animals. And at the start of the fight, somebody takes a rabbit and they throw a rabbit into the middle of these dogs and both dogs attack the rabbit but in attacking the rabbit they engage each other you know what i mean like they start fighting over the rabbit which is just instantly destroyed and then it turns into a, a dog fight they're doing it every weekend like six seven fights a weekend my god that's terrible yeah i mean it's i couldn't believe it i almost vomited you know what i mean i was just like such a shock I didn't say anything. I just ran out of it. I couldn't believe it. I, I dropped, I dropped the, the rabbit food and I, I ran out of there. I was at home. I didn't know what to do. And I was completely freaking out. And I just... I was beside myself, you know? And after a while, I was playing with my rabbit because that's what I do when I'm upset. Maybe somebody else would have gone down there and, and fought them or liberated the rabbits or I don't know what, but I'm not that guy. I did what I basically thought was the only thing that I could do. I picked up the phone and I called the cops. Then I reported him. Turns out the, the guy, the pet store owner that I that I'd turned in, he got raided by the cops. And he was arrested, and they raided the entire operation. And so, basically, he turned me in as the supplier for this entire operation of of dogfights. He claimed that you were the person who was who was supplying rabbits. Yeah, yeah. So they put me under surveillance, and two cops, uniformed cops, came to my to my job. And they talked to the secretary, and everybody in the office was, was there, and they arrested me. And they dragged me out of my, of my office, and they took me to jail, and they read me my rights, and they got, they got a warrant, and they searched my apartment. 
I didn't have rabbits there. I just had I just had my my rabbit, but there was rabbit food everywhere. There was just bags and bags of rabbit food and empty rabbit food, and it looked bad. Yeah, that wouldn't look good. Yeah, it, it didn't it didn't look good. They just destroyed my apartment and and basically destroyed my life. I lost my job and I've had to hire lawyers and I'm getting kicked out of my apartment and I'm I'm almost this is bankrupting me and it's. It's absolutely the worst. It's the worst thing that's ever happened. I'm so just incredibly, incredibly stressed out, and I'm depressed, and I'm out of money, and I'm eating more and more and more rabbit food, and I can't. There's no place for me to get it. Wait a second. You see, this is the thing that amazes me. And this very morning, you had you had rabbit food for breakfast. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, but, yeah. but I mean, after this entire ordeal, how can you how can you continue to to to, to still eat rabbit food? I mean. It's not the it's, they don't have anything to do with each other. It's not the rabbit's food fault, you know. It's rabbit food. It makes me happy. I like to eat it. What should I do? Not eat, not eat rabbit food? I mean, what's that going to help? How's that going to get me my job back? It's the only thing that makes me happy. Maybe we've all done it to some extent, but I can tell you that as a kid, as a child, there was about a 10-year period where I devoted most of my energy to constructing in my mind an alternate world where I was a different person. It started in my, uh, it started when, like you know, when I was uh, probably eight or nine, and it went well into my, uh, well into my, you know, teens. As a kid, I thought of myself as very ugly, so this kid was very good looking. I was a, a kind of a Jewish kid who was teased a lot about it. This kid was not Jewish. He was Nordic. Uh, he was blonde. He was an athlete. His name was Brett. How did you come up with the name Brett? Did you know someone named Brett? No, I don't think so. It was just like just about the least Jewish name that you can possibly think of. That was exactly what it was. It was. Uh, I can guarantee you that was a major part of my decision-making process. Is that I wanted to have a, a person and a, and a name that was as yeah, like you say as 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 least Jewish as mm. possible. And Brett was up there, you know. Yeah. It just sounded very masculine, too. Right. I could be made to blush and cry very easily, and so I never thought Sean was a cool name, that's for sure. But Brett, come on, Brett, you know, how can you? You don't mess with Brett. Yeah. I think his last name, by the way, I, I, I wanted a Swedish name, mm -hmm. so I came up with the name Brett Lanslow. I have no idea if, if Lanslow is, is Swedish. I don't think it is. Uh-huh. Any Swedish people listening, I apologize, but I just to me it sounded very Nordic, and that's that's what I wanted him to be. He was winning fights. He was beating up bullies that were terrorizing me, or uh, or I think also he was a, I think a real star in the football field. Oh, and then later, of course, later he became a rock and roll star too. That that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he and he alone managed to be both a football star and a rock and roll star together. Right. Not an, not an easy thing to, to balance, but I think Brett could do it. And where did Brett, where, where did he exist? He really came out at night. Uh, I used to just escape into a fantasy world that would go on for hours. I get very stimulated by it. I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. Night times were the times when I could just like leave 
all the humiliations that I'd just gone through behind and just become become this great kid, you know, who was like athletic and popular and he wasn't afraid. And how often did you find yourself thinking about him each day? Probably every chance I got when I wasn't at school or, or watching TV. Uh, I remember it being something that I, you know, I really put all of my energy into. And did your parents know about him? No, no. I remember there was one funny time. We were going back from, uh, it was Expo 67, I think, and he used to have to take these, um, these shuttle buses to the parking lot. I just had it with my parents that day. And I remember sitting at the bus having a vivid fantasy that, um, that, that I was this kid, and then, of course, I was an orphan. And these parents, these weren't my parents. But they were they were parents who were pretending to be my parents, but maybe they'd abducted me or something like that. Or my father was just noticing I had a funny look in my face and going, "What's your problem?" And I sort of quickly said, "Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing." I was walking home from school alone, as I guess I often did. I don't know what happened at school that day. Something inside me that day snapped. I said, "You know what?" I've had enough of this. This is it. This, forget it. I don't want to be Sean anymore. And I made a term. I don't know. I don't know where I got the idea. I just got. I got this idea in my head. I think I was like I don't know, 11, 12. It was an interesting idea to get. Uh, I don't know where it came from. That if I really, really concentrated and really focused hard, I would. I would push. I would transfer my my, my essence into Brett. I would make Brett real. And I so I, I just stood in front of this house on the street next to my street on the way home from school and I could sort of feel so kind of a tingling in my body and I, and, I, and I just began to visualize that I was passing out of my head out of my body I was going to leave my body behind I, you know I could die for all I cared I just didn't want to be this kid anymore this loser kid and, and all I remember is just like wishing it with every little fiber of my being and then getting kind of dizzy and, and feeling really weird and, and stopping and, go, and going, Jesus, what, what am I doing? I had the feeling that I'd crossed some kind of boundary, that I'd done something wrong, or what I was doing was dangerous or not a good idea, so I stopped. But I just remember just like feeling that I had gotten partly out of myself. When you were nine, you know, Brett was this, um, this, 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 like, great football player, and when you became a teenager, he became this rock star. If, if he is, you know, if he does exist, if he, if he exists somewhere, what, what, do you, what do you think he's like now? If he did exist today, what would he be like? He'd no longer be a youngster, right? He'd, he'd be in his 40s. Uh, I think that um, that's a difficult one to imagine, you know, like, uh, what you have to remember is that if, if he existed, he would have been born as the projection of, of, of all of my ideals as a 9, 10, or 11-year-old, he might not be, in some ways, a very healthy person. Maybe he'd be a kind of, a, kind of a, a shallow guy who was just interested in being strong all the time, never being afraid. And so I think it might be strange to meet him today. And, and I, think, I think what would happen is that I'd probably come away from that meeting maybe, maybe realizing that I didn't have to rank myself as second rate. Hmm. And that, that would be the happy ending.
Rocky Muck, castle made of clouds. There sits Wonder Boy, sitting oh so proudly. Not much to say when you're high above the Mucky Muck. Young nasty man, arch rival and nemesis of Wonder Boy, with powers comparable to Wonder Boy. What powers you On Wiretap today, you heard Misha Gluberman, Jorge Just, and Sean Goldwater. Wiretap is written and performed by Jonathan Goldstein, and produced by Jonathan Goldstein with Sarah Gilbert and Carolyn Warren. Our email address is wiretap at cbc.ca. Wiretap returns next Saturday after the World This Weekend. And you can also hear the show on Tuesday nights at 8.30, 9 o'clock in Newfoundland.